you're going through a rough patch and you're struggling, I hope you have your SVU. And I hope that you take care of yourself no matter what that means. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters. I grab my drink, I gather my cats. Now let's talk about your favorite MILF. Listen, this week I think I played myself because I chose a MILF that I do not really know much about. There are two things that connect her to my life and one of them is why I chose her. One of them is that she is my favorite judge on my favorite TV show ever. And the other thing is that whenever I think about her, I think about one of my longest online friends who became a real life, if you want to say, friend. And it's because... She is the one person that I think about whenever I think about this MILF. Like, she's tweeted about her. She would post on Tumblr about her. Like, I think I got to know this MILF better because of this friend. And so, like I said, she's a judge on a very well-known TV show. For those who cannot guess, it's Law & Order Special Victims Unit. She's a Broadway actress, TV actress. She's done it all. She is very, very fucking talented. Uh, she was in Ugly Betty as well. Um, and I'm talking about none other. And I'm sorry because I probably will butcher her name. But Miss Judy Light. I think she's so fucking talented. And I literally have seen like three things that she's been in probably. She's one of those meals that I have not gone through her filmography. And the truth is that she's not one of my favorite milfs or like my top MILFs but I felt it was appropriate to talk about her this week because I've sort of regressed into my Law & Order SVU era. Um, I will talk about that in a little bit but first I want to talk about my friend. Her name's Sarah and I've known her for a long ass time. I'm pretty sure it's been 10 years since I've known her. We got to meet in person one time in our favorite city, which is New York City. She was visiting and I was visiting my brother. So we met up and it was amazing. She is really one of my closest friends. And she's one of those friends that you don't have to talk to every single day. But when you do talk, you know you understand each other so well. And whatever is going on, you will be there for each other. She has been there for me in my worst days. I have been there for her. She's also been cheering me on on my best days she's one of those people who would randomly tell you she's so proud of you and encourage you to keep doing what you're doing if it makes you happy and I've always felt so proud of her because I feel she's one of those people who goes after what she wants and she's also very fucking talented when I first met her she was into baking and cooking and she would bake this beautiful cakes and cupcakes and cookies. And I remember seeing the pictures and I was like, girl, you have to do this for me one day. And all of the years of our friendship, she still hasn't done that. But those things look so delicious and so amazing. She was really talented at it. Like she had the gift. Everything looked so beautiful and perfect, like magazine perfect. And then she moved on to flowers because she realized that her passion lay there and she makes the most beautiful bouquets. I've seen them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and she's really talented. I feel like she's one of those people who knows 
how to make something be aesthetically pleasing, whether it's food, whether it's flowers, whether it's edits for Tumblr, gifts, whatever it is. She always makes things look so beautiful and she makes you look at life in a more beautiful way. And she's a very peaceful person. I have never really seen her angry or cussing or, you know, whenever she's upset, she tells me about it and I can tell that she's upset, but I have never seen her completely out of her mind, you know? She's a peaceful person and that's what she transmits me. Whenever I'm talking to her, I feel at peace and I feel joy because she has always rooted for my happiness as I have for hers, but I always feel like You know, we sometimes have friends who, yeah, they want you to be happy, but they also feed off you when you're having a bad time. Like, is it sort of like you need them, so they want you to have a bad time? But Sarah, it has never been like that with her, ever. She has always rooted for my happiness, and I've always felt like she genuinely wants me to be happy, and she genuinely gets upset if I'm upset. And I think that that makes her one of the greatest friends. There's like a 10-year difference between us. And still, I feel like we connect so well on so many different levels. And yes, we met through fandoms. I'm pretty sure we met through Tumblr. I was very deep into Tumblr back in the day. Like I had my blog and I had a lot of followers and I followed a lot of people. And, you know, I could never make edits or GIFs or anything like that. But I wrote fan fiction. So that sort of had people following me and I was way in it and Sarah was one of the first people that I remember talking to on Tumblr mostly because of Sila Ward but she would make these beautiful gifts and that's how we started talking and I'm really glad that we started talking I'm really glad that we have maintained this friendship throughout the years like I said I'm pretty sure it's like 10 years and It's really nice to have her on my corner. And I hope that sooner rather than later we will be reunited again. And one of the things that I always remember her by is her love for Miss Light. She is probably the only person I follow on Twitter who loves Judy Light so fucking much. I do not see her being talked about a lot. Probably because I'm not on her fandom. I never was on that side of the fandom or whatever and that's why Sarah is the one person that I can connect to this actress but I think it's nice I like having sort of like a person that I'm reminded of when I see a specific actor I have a lot of those trust me like if we're friends I 100% have an actor who reminds me of you whether because you like them your personalities are similar you remind me of a character whatever it is you will definitely have an actor that I can connect you to. And Sarah's is Judy Light. And the reason that I thought about Judy Light this week is because, like I said, I have regressed into my Law & Order SVU era. When I talked about Mariska, I mentioned how I have been watching SVU since I was nine years old. So that's over a decade ago. We're closer to the two decades. And I haven't stopped watching this show, ever. Even when I was angry at the storylines, whatever was going on, like I still watch that show. I would stay up late watching it. I would find excuses to like 
keep watching it and re-watching it and you know and Judith Light is a judge on SVU she doesn't start like it but then she becomes a judge and I believe that she is my favorite judge her personality and her attitude and her comments oh my god she had perfect quotes listen I have remained a fan of SVU 2.0 just because of Benson and Barba and Carissi like those are the characters that keep me in it but I miss the quotes we had in the original SVU and if you don't know it, it's when Chris Maloney left and Warren Light started writing for the show. Yeah, that man who has me blocked on Twitter. But I miss the original SBU. I miss so many of the characters, you know, like Melinda. Why are we seeing more of her? Huang, why isn't he back? Like Alex Cabot, Casey Novak, Sonia Paxton, even though she died. Like she, oh my God, her and Elizabeth Donnelly, which is, Judy Light's character, they had some of the best fucking quotes. And I miss those kind of quotes. They were kind of witty. And like, yes, watching it now, like the first few seasons, it was problematic as hell. But we just found comfort in those seasons. Listen, I still find comfort to this day on SBU. And then I owe it all to Olivia Benson and Mariska Hargitay. Like, When things go wrong in my life, and particularly one thing that happened to me, I'm always like, what the fuck would Olivia Benson do? Or I wish Olivia Benson was hugging me right now and telling me that she believes in me and that I can get through this. You know, like, you want that. You you want that character to hug you and hold you and let you know that life gets fucking better. And I think that that's why so many of us have found comfort in this show, because of Olivia and because of Mariska. And that's why 2.0 has made it so far. It's mostly Mariska. Anyhow, Judy Light plays Elizabeth Donnelly in this show in the first few seasons. And I was like, wow. I'm re-watching it. So I was like, wow. How was I not in love with her back in the day? Or was I in love with her back in the day? Like, I can't remember. I can't pinpoint if I was in love with her. But she looks good in all of her scenes. And there's something about Judy Light. It's like she hasn't aged. It's like she has stayed frozen in time. Because she looks the same that she did back then. But she looked really good. Her character was a good one like I enjoyed her storylines and like I said her quotes were fucking amazing every time I'm watching one of her scenes like I always end up like laughing or something because she just knows the timing she knows how and when to deliver those lines in the perfect way there's this scene when she's in the court and she's like we're gonna take a five minute recess take your meds people and I don't know how. Just like the way she says it, it's funny in the context. And like you're not supposed to be laughing during SVU. But they have those tiny comments that do make you laugh. And she has a lot of them. A lot of them. And the reason that I'm thinking a lot about her and like watching her a lot more is because like I said, I started re-watching SVU. I started nearly three months ago when... The most recent season of SVU and the first season of Organized Crime 
finished. After the season finale, something incredible happened, and is that I started shipping Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler. My friend Becky, who I have talked about before, is probably the biggest EO shipper I know. And for the longest time, since we started hanging out and talking more, she has wanted me to ship these two characters. And I refused to. I was like, no, that's never going to happen. Hell's going to freeze over before that happens. So, well, hell probably froze over because I started shipping them. I went over to her house to watch the season finale. And there's this scene in which... Olivia and Elliot are at Finn's supposed wedding. Spoiler alert, supposed wedding because he doesn't get married. And he asks where Finn met his girlfriend and she tells him that the woman was Finn's first partner. And so they look at each other and Olivia does this little smirk and then they cheer and say to partners, cheer, toast, and they say to partners, And that little fucking smirk between Olivia and Elliot and the way they're looking at each other was a moment that I started shipping them. And I was like, no, this cannot fucking happen. I told myself I was not going to fall down this hole. And here I am. So it was a mess. My friend Becky ended up winning. Richard Whitley, who has been obsessing over the love of Elliot's life, won. And here I am shipping Olivia and Elliot. I literally bought two t-shirts the other day and I'm thinking about buying stickers what the fuck like if you know me you would have never guessed this was gonna happen I wasn't even happy that Chris Maloney was coming back like I was happy for Mariska but I was not happy because I didn't care about Elliot I had believed that Olivia had this amazing character development without him and truth be told that character development has not been ruined so far she stayed pretty much the same woman and Gave him a tough time at first. And then, you know, accepted. You know, he fucked up, but he's back. We'll see what happens. I hope they fuck. Anyhow. So I started shipping them. And I was like, you know what? Now, with this new eyes of a shipper, I have to rewatch the entire series. And yeah, it's fucking insane. Because it's 22 seasons. Season 23 is coming out soon. And I'm like, aren't I really going to put myself through this? Well, I did. And I'm in season 11 right now. I'm like halfway through the fucking series. Elliot Stabler is about to leave. Break her heart. Disappear for 10 years. And as I was watching again. I started falling in love with all the characters again. My heart completely belongs to Olivia Benson. I have a few comfort characters. But Olivia Benson is the number one. And SVU is my number one comfort show one of my brothers says that that's my red flag like how can that show be your comfort show but I blame Olivia Benson and so as I started re-watching it and falling in love with all the characters I realized that I started re-watching this show at the perfect time like I mentioned in my previous episode I've had a couple of rough weeks in which I've been struggling with my mental health Nothing to worry about, like, it's fine, it's patches that you go through, but it was a hard one, and I'm recovering from it. But when it happened, it coincided with my SVU rewatch, and I 
submerged myself in it. Like, I haven't really been watching any other shows or movies or anything because I spend all of my free time between my jobs watching SVU. And this weekend, I had to stay quarantined because I was exposed to COVID and I was waiting for my test, which was negative, thank God. And as I was watching SVU in quarantine, I finished one season and then watched an entire season and started another season. Crazy, I know. But as I was watching it, I was like, I feel at peace and I feel at home and I feel safe when I watch this show. And I'm so glad that I started re-watching it because when I'm going through a rough patch, when my depression flares up and I feel sad and I have all these negative thoughts and I don't see it light at the end of the tunnel, I always go down a rabbit hole of a show, a book, an actor, a movie, whatever it is. And throughout my life, a lot of times that had been SVU. I would, you know, go meet Mariska. I would tweet about her. I would watch episodes here and there. And this time, even though I'm more of a grown-up and I have, I believe, better tools to handle these flare-ups, I still found myself doing the same things I did when I was younger, which is, you know, submerging myself in a show. In this case, it coincided that it was SVU. And I'm happy it was because I've re-fallen in love with a show that has brought so much happiness into my life. That allowed me to meet Mariska Hargitay. That allowed me to make so many friends. That allowed me to bond with my mom over something else. So I'm happy that it was it. That I fell down this hole. And as I was thinking about this and how like, oh, you know, I went... I use the same coping mechanisms I've been using for years. I'm like, you know, maybe young Lara wasn't so naive or so immature that she chose these coping mechanisms. Maybe she knew and she understood herself better than she thought. And the truth is that I did. I was smart enough to choose the things that made me happy. And maybe that made me weird, maybe it made me a geek, it made me a freak, whatever it is. Maybe I didn't go out as much as I should have. Or I didn't interact with people as much as I should have or socialized or whatever. But I did what I had to do to survive and to feel better and to take care of myself. And as many people do on Stan Twitter, that taking care of myself involved TV shows, movies celebrities, fandoms, whatever it is. So young Lara gave me the tools I needed to take care of older Lara. And as I spent an entire weekend, 72 hours locked in my apartment, watching SVU with my cats on top of me, I know that I'm not as lost as I thought I was. And I actually did a lot of thinking this weekend that has helped me a lot. But it helped me realize that I'm not lost. I am going through a rough patch. I'm struggling with certain things, certain thoughts. But I still know who I am deep down. And that's the one thing that's going to get me through. And it's going to pull me through. And I hope that if you're going through a rough patch and you're struggling, I hope you have your SVU. And I hope 
that you take care of yourself no matter what that means. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters. And people will help you and have your back and be your support system. But if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else will. And this time for me, my taking care of was SBU. And it was Miss Judy Light being my favorite fucking judge of history. And it was just, you know, tweeting about every episode of SBU and reconnecting with fans and friends that I hadn't talked to in a while and connecting with a fandom that, yes, it's problematic and toxic and chaotic. But at the end of the day, it's about the show that has brought me the most happiness and the most comfort. And it has made me feel at home. So I am very thankful for young Lara to finding out what her coping mechanisms were and what made her feel safe because 25-year-old Lara is still doing the same. I think this episode tells me that I should watch a little bit more of Judy Light's filmography. It is a reminder of what friendships can be. I dedicate this to my friend Sarah whom I love and adore and I admire. And I hope she knows that she's one of the most special people in my life. And I will always have her back. And like I said, if you're struggling, I hope you find your SVU. Find that comfort. Find that coping mechanism, whatever it is. And let me tell you that as dark as life may seem at times, it does get better. It really does. Our drinks are empty. Our cats are ready for a nap, so join me next week and let's talk about your favorite meal. And if you like talking about your favorite meals, please leave me some comments, review the podcast, let me know what you think of this, and let's help other lesbians find us, other cats join us, and let's keep talking about your favorite meals.